Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Monday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. It means the boys are here. The boys are here at the YMCA. We are at the YMCA. YMCA, is, uh, we're at the Horn one. San Mateo and Indian School. We're hanging out all day long. The YMCA's got a bunch of fun announcements, which we're excited about. They opened up their day camp stuff today. So did you boys get your kids in? Uh, well, I have an adult child. Okay. So, so she kind of takes care of herself now. I mean, she could be a worker. She could be a <laughs> – she needs summer employment. Just, I mean – Say there's room for anyone, right? Yeah, that's there how it is. That's how I feel about it. So I am Fred Slow alongside me, my Y and my CA – Van Nunley, Van, how are you? Just, you know, ever so slightly above average. That guy, huh? That yeah, good? Solid six status, baby. Not so bad. And then joining us here at the YMCA, Robert Gibson. Robert, how are you? I'm good. I'm a 6.1. I'm always going to try to one-up Van. That's Smart. okay. I mean, do <laughs> what you got to do. Sure. Uh, I, like, I like jumping over low bars, too. <laughs> exactly. Both of you boys... We're better than me this past weekend when you're recognized by the Lobos at Senior Night. How was Senior Night out there at the pit? Great turnout. Yeah, yes. it was a great turnout. And it was, it was lovely just walking out. On, you know, we did it already once. But, you know, all the accolades and attention, you know, I'm a humble guy. Right. Just kidding. Give me all you got. Uh, well, and I'll be real honest with you boys. I don't watch reruns, so that's why I didn't go back. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't do the same thing twice. <laughs> well, oh. see, well, see, this time we had the pleasure of walking out with Lobo AD Eddie Nunez. Oh, how is he? Oh, he's doing great as usual. Just yeah. the best dude ever. So I saw you guys put a photo on social media, but uh, neither you or Robert or Eddie were the ones stealing the show. No. 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 You, you brought in... Yeah. Brought a little relief. Yeah, I brought my daughter. Uh, she wasn't too happy to be there. <laughs> <laughs> the, the 9 p.m. was kicking her butt, yeah. but she hung in there for a little bit. Got the photo op, got, yeah. got out of there. You, I mean, good big win, though, for Lobos, right? Like, send the seniors home with one. That's what's right. it. Yeah. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. I was out of town. I was in beautiful and historic Las Vegas, New Mexico all weekend calling a – so the way college baseball works, boys. Okay. Nine innings on Friday. Okay. Doubleheader on Saturday, okay. two seven-inning boys, nine innings on Sunday. Wow. That's a lot. <sighs> okay. My goodness. Okay. I love baseball, right? I love baseball. It's the only baseball I get right now. There's no Major League Baseball. You know how I feel about Rob Manfred. But hear me out, boys. I will do two nine-inning doubleheaders mm-hmm. if you just let me do them in two days. Yeah, yeah. That's a, <laughs> they, it's nice and spread out for you. Like, I just <laughs> – Give me four nine-inning games. Number one, I get more baseball. Number two, I get less days. Yeah. From what I understand of your contract, which is very little. Yes, I, I don't share. You, you make more money the more days you work. So thanks for bad scheduling to it, you. Well, it's not about the more money. It's about um, the game. It's also about the more money. <laughs> I, I was going to yeah. say, I was gonna see how long you held that one. You both know me pretty well. <laughs> 
It is always about the more money. Back at the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio, Mike Vitale. Michael, how are you? Getting ready for March Madness, guys. This, I mean, it basically starts tonight as the Lady Lobos <laughs> take on San Diego State, and they best put a thumping on them, and we'll talk to J.J. Buck about that at 5.30, so make sure you're here with your boys. All right, there are two stories in my life, guys, from this weekend. It's not New Mexico Highlands Cowboys baseball who went 1-3 and three against the visiting Colorado Christian. It's not the start of the Mountain West. It's not the start of the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference tournaments. It's not high school basketball. Hmm. It's gas prices or how bad the Batman was. Which one do you want me to give you guys first? Gas prices. Oh, my gosh. It's got to be the gas prices. Boys. Boys. My gosh. Boys. Higher than astronaut snot, bro. (laughs) This is crazy. Like, the car that I have, 65 doesn't fill it up. No. That's crazy. I drive a truck. Oh, yeah. You feeling it. And here's Mr. Prius sitting <laughs> back smiling. I don't even notice the gas prices in my tiny little Prius. Talk smack now, son. <laughs> There's all, hey, and Mike Vitale is back at the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio, and he's like, I walk. I walk. <laughs> I, I do it the economically feasible way. Oh, God. I'm thinking about walking, boys. So, all right, here's what I got. Over four dollars in a lot of places, right? But the average is three ninety. We so let's just call it four bucks. It's four, the highest it since two thousand and eight, from what I understand. Uh, you know what happened in two thousand eight? Uh, economic collapse it wasn't yeah. great. Well, that's the real estate market, not the gas this, market. Aren't they all like intertwined? This is world. They all this are. is worldwide price gouging. There's no no secret about it. It happens every few years. Quit acting like there's never been a gas shortage and prices have never gone up. How come I wasn't warned about this when I bought my new truck two months ago? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stay off of Facebook. Gas prices aren't that bad. They're that bad. I saw them. Here's actually when I knew they were that bad. Because I live behind a Sam's Club. Okay. You guys, oh, yeah. yeah. It's still the same price. Oh, my gosh. Well, let's, let's <laughs> clarify this. No, you in live a behind a Sam's Club in an apartment complex, mm-hmm. not like in an alley. Those are two wildly different things. <laughs> That's, that is what it sounded yeah. like. <laughs> he will be living in his truck soon if the prices don't That's change. Price, yeah. A lot of truth to that. Gas prices are higher than Brittany Griner's baggage handlers. Oh, yeah. Yikes. There we go. You guys may recall a couple months ago my car was stolen. I've talked about this on the radio. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So they found my car, boys. Okay. Uh-huh. Did it have a full tank of gas? Go fish. <laughs> He said, I don't want the stuff that's in it. <laughs> I did not want the stuff was in it. So they find the car, and they're like, hey, um, Freddie, we're going to send you your personal belongings. And I'm like, how did you identify those? Because like, it, it was stolen. It was yeah. used. I, like, what word do you guys use for someone who steals a car and does drugs in it? Uh, Steve. <laughs> All these I know, Steves I got were a guy. I got a guy. So I'm like, I'm like, how I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, so what did you guys pull out? Of the, and they're like, they're like, sir, we don't know. Like, we didn't keep a record of it. We're just going to send it to you in the mail. I'm like, first of all, this place is on Broadway. I could just go down yeah, there. Yeah, go, I go <laughs> grab it right there. Like, what is the it's thing? Right there. So they send me a package, boys, of the things they recovered from my stolen car three months later. Okay? This should be a varsity. So they sent me a package. Was I, any of it really yours? None of it. <laughs> Guys, I go down the I go down the post office today. I get the package. Yeah, I'm standing at the and when they hand me the package, you expect the package to be in like a cardboard box. You expect the package to be sealed of some sort. I joke you not. 
because I didn't open it, so I don't know exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. So it was either a cane or a lacrosse stick wrapped up. Oh my! And like, like I, I don't like if you were to heat it, it would shrink packaging. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then the lady hands it to me like the way I imagine the lady in the lake handed Excalibur to <laughs> King Arthur, and I'm like, I don't want that. Yeah. And she's like, Sir, this is your mail. It's yours. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't. I don't need your your cane. I'm not I'm not Fraser's dad. Some like, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> some stranger's cane that's like just covered in homeless fluids. I, and, no. you know? <laughs> and she's like, D- yeah. No, trust yeah. me. The fentanyl was off of it. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> no trace. You just like ran your finger down the cane and did a little uh, gummer. Yeah. yeah. Just rubbed it on your gums she, real quick. She's she's like, oh, that's a good cane. Boy, she's like, don't you want to open it? I'm like, literally, no. no. no like nothing in my being. His maybe even remotely interested in seeing Why would this. they think that was yours? <laughs> right? That's crazy. Well, cause you Isn't couldn't... that evidence? Shouldn't they be <laughs> doing something with it to catch the people? Obviously, he's got a cane because he couldn't get away from the carjacker. <laughs> he stole his car. Hey, so I sent you guys the screenshot or the website where the car is. Like, Did you look through the pictures of the car? It is road hard <laughs> yeah, and bruh. put up wet. Start- yeah. They only had it two months. They ripped off like the sun visors for some reason. I don't. I don't know how you use those in paraphernalia. Maybe the glass on the. And by the way, it was a dude's uh, car. I swear it was a dude's car. But yeah, there was a mirror in the sun, like mm-hmm. in the sun visor in the driver's seat. Like that doesn't seem that weird, right? Right, boys. <laughs> right, right, boys. It was, it was a guy's well, car, right? I'm just thinking of the number two reason that someone would use a mirror. Number one, obviously. Obvious. To look at yourself. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say drugs. Number yeah. two, well, I, I think it's also fairly <laughs> obvious. I, I was thinking drugs. drugs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, drugs. Wait, you think people do more drugs off of mirrors than look at themselves in mirrors? Uh, no, but I believe. But, but it's close. With this story, yes. In, okay. <laughs> in the Steve Harvey family feud style best answer, <laughs> be drugs two. is number two. Number yeah, two. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, number one. Show me drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Show me reflection. <laughs> That's number one. Number three. Right, today's varsity is the varsity of things you use a mirror for. No, it's not because no, it's, uh, it's only drugs it's only and reflection. Two, yeah. yeah, there's literally two. So anyways, if you guys want to buy my car, it's up for salvage title auction. At whatever the salvage lot is. Um, and they didn't check it for drugs? So here's my They're understanding. They're like, no, your cane is clean, bro. Yeah. To, to my understanding, when the police department called me, they were like, sir, your car is inoperable. <laughs> and I was like, well, it's not my car. Yeah. I got paid for it by the insurance company. And they were like, should we call them? And I'm like, just tell me more stories about the car. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, there were biohazardous materials in it. Uh, biohazardous. Okay. I'm like, that, what is that? That's, yeah. that's got to be paraphernalia of some sort, right? Yeah. Dirty Mike and the boys got a, got a hold of it. That's what happened. <laughs> so that car is, it's like TI. That car is dead and gone. So that sucks. Anyways, I didn't get the cane. I was afraid to, I didn't want to touch the cane. Of yeah, because they didn't clean it off. No. Just, just picked it up. And we're, we're, talking, we're talking a lot about drugs here, and we're talking a lot about cane. By the way, we're talking about a walking cane. A walking cane. A walking, yeah. a walking yeah. cane. Yeah. yeah. They didn't just shrink wrap a, a kilo of cocaine. So, like, here's your stuff, bro. <laughs> That's a, It looked like a shrink-wrapped cane or a shrink-wrapped lacrosse stick that was broken and bent over to look like a cane. 
Those are the only two options of what it could have been. Why could've would been, they uh, think a... you wanted that well, if it was yours? My name is Fred, and I feel like that's an old-timer's name. Oh, so okay. I feel like there that, we go. That's right. part of it. Legally, okay. it's Manfred, yeah, well, which is even more old Oh, old-timey. that's super old. Legally, my last name's Slow, and I feel like that also relates ah, to Keynes. There we go. Well, they just thought it was a description of you. Mm. Who's coming by to pick up the cane? Also, boys. Fred Slow. is <laughs> like, oh, okay. He needs a cane. I had a super fancy, like very nice, like extra long yoga mat in there for like uh, when I uh, yoga. And I'm like, where's my yoga mat? Oh, man. That's just <laughs> covered in homeless fluid. Yeah, it has to be. They use that for That's a, a lot mattress of different right now. weird reasons. That's a mattress right now. Like, I mean, like, for real, it's kind of a high-priced mattress, though. Like, it was... It was a super nice, like, is a word yogi? Like a, a yogi style mat. Yogi style? I don't know. It was like, it was what? not the crappy one you get at Ross. It was like the super nice one. Which oh. is the one I use. Yeah, you use yeah, the yeah, Ross yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have regular size physically. I do, I, do, <laughs> I do yoga on my mat, and my hands just touch the ground anyways. They just go right Oh, yeah, it just sinks in. There's nothing... Yeah, springy or bouncy or supportive. No, this whatsoever. thing was like memory foam. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like and nice. it, was, it was like seven foot long because of the size of my body, uh-huh. and it was. I was like, oh my god, this thing is so sweet. Stolen, <laughs> super stolen. Exactly that's what they the said. Only thing you, yeah, that's exactly you what they said. You don't care about your car whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's talking. Like, about- you're super excited <laughs> to get that check and buy a truck, but you miss the yoga mat. Not the walking cane. Well, in the plus minus of my life, I feel like I traded my super nice yoga mat for a drug ridden fentanyl laced cane that I didn't even keep. Like that's a poor trade. Well, made it. you don't know the street value, sure, of the cane just yet. <laughs> I left it in the uh, trash bin at the post office on Lomas. So if you're at Lomas and Tramway, oh my god, and you need a walking cane. <laughs> what you got to do? What you should have done is you know. Glove up. There you go. Put on a mask. Yep. Put on some goggles, and you got to unscrew that thing. That thing might have been just filled with drugs. You had no idea. God, you're so Albuquerque. You're so Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's where I would hide drugs—an old man's walking cane. It's not wrong. That's just gave, say, That's the number two just, place I'd hide it. You just gave a great idea to a lot of people. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. I'll take a cut. Speaking of drugs, Brittany Griner, whenever we get back, oh, thank man. you to the YMCA who's, had his, who's having us out today. We're having a lot of laughs. Albert Ramirez is going to join us at 4.30. We're going to talk about, uh, well, I tell you what, today's the day to become a member. Like in, in a, lot, a lot of times on radio, people are like, you're just saying that. No, today is like you get it all. You get it all. Like you sign up today, you get it all. And by the way, 200-something people already signed up today. Like that's how good the deal is. Yep. So anyway, so figure that out. We're going to do that. Obviously, thank you to Mexico Opinion Coffee who just made a – boys, they are the title sponsor – of Locker 505's inaugural four-man scramble, which, Robert, you're playing in because I can't make it. I have yes. to play in Highlands for baseball that day. But they're the title sponsor of Locker 505's inaugural golf tournament. And I don't know if they want me to put their business out there, but I'm going to do it. $5,000 donation to Locker 505. Oh, my wow. goodness. Yeah, That's those awesome. guys give. Back after this, two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610. Back live from the Horn YMCA. Laughing a lot, telling a lot of jokes. Did you boys know? Did you boys know? Brittany Griner has been playing basketball in Russia for the last seven years. Uh, almost what? all of the WNBA does. All the WNBA stars go to Russia every year. I had no idea. Yep. I don't know what they're. They play two are. seasons every year. Well, seventy percent of two seasons. I mean, it's 
Oh, no, that's what they get paid. Oh, okay. They don't get no 70%. They, they it's not even close. No. Sorry, so it looks here. The maximum salary base of the 2022 season is $228,000. The minimum is sixty grand. So, by the way, good work if you can get it. Sure. Let's play basketball, have some fun, get paid, some endorsements. But they yeah, go over to Russia every yeah. year. The question is how much do they make in Russia? Well, the ruble ain't worth anything. I do believe they're paid better, but also if you go over to Russia with a handful of American dollars, you're going to live pretty for the time you're over in Russia collecting your Russia money. Mm-hmm. So it says here she earns a million per season over there. A million ruble or a million American? Dollars. That makes sense. Yeah. So she makes they do make more money in Russia. But just four times what she makes in the WBA. Because <clears throat> uh, she's max. Average of 130000 over in Russia. Russia? Yep. Well, I mean, that's still better than the average in the WNBA. About 70 players uh, play internationally. So, across the 12 WNBA teams, how'd you know I knew that? There's, what's that, 140 players, 144 players? So, roughly half of them also play across seas. Okay. Breeding Grinders over in Russia. Russia started doing some weird stuff in the world. Breeding Grinder decided to leave. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, Brittany. <laughs> she legit <laughs> She legit forgot where she was, right? You don't just well, go she, to the airport with drugs in Russia when there's a war. Well, I, this lets me know she's been doing it since 2014. Of course. Yeah. She got that comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. That just blows my mind. And first, I mean, first off, why are you waiting a whole month to leave? The war's been going on for a cool minute. Yeah. Do you have to finish out the season? You can just leave. I guess there are special Russia TSA rules during war. I didn't know that. Obviously, Brittany Griner did not know that. <laughs> but, I mean, she's going to go to Siberia, right? Like, that's what happens. Yeah. Like, who's going to go get her? Because somebody has to go get her. And here's the thing right now. Russia really ain't taking calls from people. Because Sprint doesn't work there anymore. The assassination of the Archduke Ferdinand. Talking about World War I right now? Yes, yes I am. <laughs> the imprisonment of Brittany Griner is going to start World War III. But either you give us Brittany Griner, or we're going to... Nuke St. Petersburg. All right, Robert. Hold, hold up, bro. Stop <laughs> it. We're not talking about Sue Bird, all right? <laughs> this is Brittany Griner. This ain't Cheryl Miller uh, no, we're talking about right uh, here. No. <laughs> She's going to be over there for a while. Nobody's negotiating anything for her. That's the sad part. Just being honest. What is that Russian accent like about <laughs> – like, how, how do you call American and be like – We'll have Brittany Griner. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, who? They're like, no, the WNBA girl. And you're like, no, it's ringing a bell. She's no, uh, she's the one who beat up her wife. The she's gr- the one who. No, the no, the no. great Patrice O'Neill had jokes about this, and it's become reality. All right, let's just be real. She's African-American, uh, part of the LGBTQ community. If they don't go get her, she's done. <laughs> no, like, I don't see – how many days has this story been? Have, has Two anyone days. talked about what's the exit plan or how are we going to go get her? Nobody. Nobody. 
And also, hey, I just heard about it this morning. To be honest, yeah. I've, I've heard <laughs> about on it Saturday. for a couple of days. Yeah. yeah. So like, they're potentially, and this is gonna be really awful. Russia can be like, we got this political tool. Yeah. Like we like lift some sanctions. Mm-hmm. If you ever want to see Brittany Griner hoop again, trust me, they've already had that talk and like got hung been, up on. She's been in the <laughs> she's been in the league like fifteen years. Like they're not gonna negotiate for her. She's not like a a prize rookie. No. Like, uh, like, yeah, we're just going to release her. Brittany's trying to get her phone. She's not a baller no more. Yeah, she's trying to get her phone so she could send that video of her dunking. Uh, (laughs) It's like, that's so old, man. Like, we already have, like, six women that can dunk. We don't need to. Figure it out. Hey, cool vape pen. You're in Siberia. Okay. To be fair. To be fair. (laughs) To be fair. To be fair. Thank you, Mike. She is, like, a seven-foot-tall black lesbian with tattoos she's gonna do just fine in russian prison she's gonna be just wait a fine. minute and that, that if she was in american prison she's in russia there's no rules over there well she's gonna be like the unicorn there ah, they're all the all the uh lesbian russian prison gangs are gonna be like jockeying for position <laughs> to have her as part of the crew i want to so for the funny. remainder of this conversation only use the word gulag Okay, <laughs> and I'm not sure if it's exactly where she's at, but in my mind, that's what I'm envisioning. So, Brittany Griner, who I think we could also describe as beautiful Amazonian princess, sure, right. is over in this gulag, and I agree in the in the hierarchy of gulag, like internal, like affairs of prison levels. I think she's a queen. I think she comes in in queen status. That's uh, how I feel. She's a step above me. <laughs> no, in this bargaining chip, like this. The value is super low, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a lot of, like, diplomatic trips in the works to Russia no. to release Brittany Griner right now, this, unfortunately. This would have been big on social media if it was if she was higher on that uh, totem pole. You know, two, two Fridays ago we had – Two Fridays ago. Uh, okay. <laughs> two Fridays ago we had uh, Jeff Grammer on from the Albuquerque Journal very telling nice, us very nice about guy. his article of – Ex-Lobo players fleeing Ukraine because yeah. they were playing basketball in Ukraine. She just coolly and calmly hung out for two more weeks in Russia while a war was going on. She didn't hurry up and hustle out and yeah. sneak across. She took her sweet time with it and then tried to fly with drugs. Yeah. Come on. <sighs> to be fair. Uh, to be fair. When you're high, you forget that you can't fly with <laughs> drugs. How high do you have to be, though? You remember when she was like, I could beat Boogie Cousins one-on-one. In hindsight, she was probably pretty high when pretty she high said when that. She said yeah, that. it's like, yeah. it doesn't even make sense. She might be able to, to beat Boogie's cousin, but not Boogie Cousins. No. He's no. very good. Okay. Friend of the show, Joel, says, it would be higher on social media if there wasn't a war going on. Well, that's why it's on social media, because there's a war going on. Yeah. But trust me. Yeah. If it was someone... <laughs> Higher up than Brittany Griner, this would be a huge story. Huge story. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. She might now have. it's just another sister with drugs. Yeah, yeah. At the airport. <laughs> it just so happens to be in Russia. Yeah. Gulag. It is in Russian gulag. <laughs> Brittany. Siberia. She's going to be in Siberia forever, boys. Yeah, she's. Like, we're never going to. Brittany Griner never going to come back. She's going to be on their national team if they play basketball. Oh, you beat keep. me to it. If the Olympics. <laughs> If the Olympics ever yeah. let Russia back in, yeah. uh-huh. Brittany Griner's going to be the star <laughs> yes. to get Russia a gold medal. Congratulations, Russia. You won the next Olympics. <laughs> okay, and they just start detaining all of them. 
Yes. Like all the WNBA players are over yeah. there? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> no longer lesbian. You're married here. You're now Russian. <laughs> so who, who would you, who's the most famous WNBA athlete right now? In the game game? Yeah. Candace Parker. Think so? Of the names I recognize. Diana Taurasi. 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 Taurasi, Sue Bird. Sue Bird. <clears throat> Candace Parker. And then Brittany Griner is up there. She's won ships. She's won MVPs. Like, she's very good. Let's see. I'm going to – I feel like even the ones Here's that, the problem. We're talking about WNBA. That's not That's not going to move – it's not going to move the meter in hostage <laughs> negotiation situations. Well – what if Cheryl Swoops comes in, though? She swoops in? Yeah. Yeah? That'd be sick. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm looking here. The greatest WNBA player of all time is Diana Taurasi. I would have said Lisa Leslie. but yes. I would have said Lisa Leslie, too. But they have it as Diana Taurasi. Rebecca Lobo on the list, because I like her name because I live in New Mexico. Ah, good one. I don't even, like, if you were to – I think the most famous, like, woman basketball player of all time is – Cheryl Miller. Cheryl, Miller. Cheryl Miller. How is it yeah. not? Yeah, yeah, Cheryl Miller. And then it's no one. Like, there's <laughs> there's everyone well, else. We, we just named everybody. We rattled off all the names. We left yeah. off Tina Thompson. She's, like, the one we left off. Okay, I legit Tina don't Thompson. know that one. Yeah. yeah, she oh, yeah. I'm terribly sorry, She's, guys. Yeah. I don't know. No, no, no. Is. She's in the mix. But yeah. Houston Comets. Yeah, if, if Maya Moore was to get, like, arrested in Russia right now, we'd be like, the actress? Yeah, which Maya? Yeah. I don't know the who that R&B is. singer? That Maya? All right, so I got it, it stops at Cynthia Cooper, I think. I don't think Brittany makes the she's not out there. She's on the other side of the yeah, Mason Dixon line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like even Becky Hammond would be over her, but you only think that because like she now coaches she's in the coaching. NBA. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay, like I like college I like women's college basketball a lot. I think it's very good. I don't understand what dissolves to the next level. Mm. I don't understand what about it, like, is not as entertaining and is not engaging. Because, like, I'll watch the Lady Lobos play. I'll be like, this is the most entertaining thing I could be watching. I go to the pit. I'm like, I'm like it's back and forth. It's 70, 80 points, sometimes 90 points. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, like, this is good basketball. You ask me to watch a WNBA game, I can give you a varsity of things I'd rather be doing. <laughs> like, what is the difference here? Friend of the show, friend in real life, KOB TV's very own Brandon Ortega says Lisa Leslie. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure, Lisa. Yep. And he would because he's an L.A. guy. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That, there you go. Also, star of TV and radio, KOB's very own Brandon Ortega, like the Batman. So that means his opinion doesn't matter because of how bad the Batman was. So are you saying I shouldn't watch this? Yes. Yes, we should. I'm saying we should or should should not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should watch it. Absolutely not. Come no. on, Fred. Would you rather? So would you, you rather? Come on, Robert. You haven't known Fred for a long time. Yeah. You can't believe a lot of his opinions on media and, and music and television. Well, I've been, I've been picking. Well, I know for a fact the music part, like <laughs> the Nelly stuff. <laughs> but you didn't like Batman, boys. Oh gosh. Would you rather have, and just hear me out, three hours to do anything you want in your life or watch yeah. the worst movie you've ever seen? Those are your but, two options. But you know what? Well, i got to watch Geely twice. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> as long as I've known him, he said at least three or four movies were the worst movies 
ever in life. Yeah, until I see a new worst movie ever in life. Ah, and it, see, that's why I'm going to go with you, Van. So you're I'm, con- I'm going to go with you, Van, and Brandon. And Ortega. Brandon. Brandon says Fred's, Fred's taste, taste in movies, movies is, is legendarily, legendarily terrible. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you're a comedian, right, Rob? Yes. You tell a lot of jokes, right? Yes. You got a set, right? Yeah, I you, got, a, got a couple of them. Yeah, you got a closer, right? Right. And as you write new jokes, you create new closers, and your closer moves up in your set, right? Right. Okay, that's what happens to the list of okay. terrible movies. Okay. The Batman is the worst movie I've ever physically seen with my own eyes oh, in person. I can't believe that. That can't be true. No way. It can't be true. How not? Uh, because Val Kilmer's Batman exists. No. no way. Val Kilmer slays compared to this. No, no, no. There's no way. I, I can 100 times over watch Martha's, Martha Wayne's pearls shatter on the ground <laughs> in slow motion and be like, that's a better use of time than what I saw in that movie. By the way, we get it. Everyone knows that Batman's parents are dead. That yeah. doesn't need to be in any other Batman yeah. movie ever. We get yeah. it. You can save that 12 minutes or 15 minutes of storyline for something else. There's a lot of minutes they could have saved from that movie. <laughs> Worst movie I've ever seen in the history of all film. More on that. After we sit down with Albert Ramirez, the executive director here at the YMCA, to talk about everything that's going on um, while well, here in the club. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program, live at the Horn YMCA, the intersection of Indian School and San Mateo. That's pretty close. Is that what you tell people? That's what we tell people. Yeah. A little bit louder, Albert. I'm sorry. How's that? Better? That's, yeah, it's better. Pull that thing up close. There, there we go. go. We're live at the YMCA. So, boys, let's be real transparent here. Okay. I freaking love the YMCA. <laughs> it's my favorite place. I have work, I have my home, and I have the YMCA. Those are like my three places. Also, I drink a lot. So I have work, I have home, <laughs> I have the YMCA, and wherever I'm drinking. Okay? Albert, you run the YMCA. You see us here all the time. And you sat us down and said, uh, boys, we're going to make it so much better. Talk right. to us a little bit about value-added memberships. Albert, talk to us about what, uh, what, how being a member pays. Yeah, first off, thank you guys. You guys are, are awesome. You guys come out. You do your shows here. We appreciate it. Um, you know, you're pro why. You, you understand what we do and why we do it, and so we just appreciate that you guys come out and do that. But, yeah, so value-added memberships. So this is something we launched today with our kickoff of all our summer program registrations. Um, but it's a little different. What we're doing is basically taking our – family memberships which are $68 a month and our uh, uh, single parent family memberships and we're adding a bunch of things to them that are now free youth sports which we used to charge you know $185 for somebody to play in you can join a sports league now for free if you have that membership what oh wow uh sports clinics sports camps obviously you get all the other benefits that memberships have so you can come in use our facilities our wellness centers our sports performance center um, things like you go out and you pay for yoga, cycle classes, things like that. Those are all included in your membership. So, so. what is the youngest you can be to start a youth activity here at the Y? Uh, well, you can be an infant in our infant care program. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, six weeks if <laughs> you want. Pretty, that's pretty young. We, we kind of say we go cradle to grave here at the Y. So we've got the seniors that you know are 98, 99, I think is our oldest right now. Um, and then we've got those infants in our child care centers. So, yeah. So, like, four years from now, Van is going to have a four-year-old. So, <laughs> Ouch. can they start playing youth athletics at four years old? 
Is this something I don't know about, Vince? <laughs> something I don't know <laughs> okay. about, Albert. Like yeah, they can they can start that. doing itty bitty sports at uh, at uh, three years old actually, so they can come and take part of that. That's a parent child class where the parents kind of they they're the they're their son's partner, and we lead them through drills and activities to get them better at sports. They kind of actually go through three different sports. They can do soccer. Uh, t-ball and basketball and so they kind of get a sampling of different sports that they want to play in so it's kind of cool well you sent kudos to us i'd like to send kudos to you as well because we love this place no matter what even if we weren't on the board even if ymca wasn't a friend of the show this place is absolutely phenomenal and i think you deserve a lot more credit for this than you allow to be thrust upon your shoulders because you guys had so much to deal with with COVID and getting all these members back and getting your programs back. And you've worked your tail off the last couple years to make sure this place not only survives, but thrives. So cheers to you. And I really appreciate all the hard work you put in to make the YMCA what it is right now. With that being said, now that, you know, the mass mandate is lifted and people are getting out more, do you see a rise in participation here at the Y? We, we well first off thank you it's not me it's really all my staff these guys work their tails off day in and day out to make this happen um we have seen it yeah as soon as the mass mandate went down you know people start calling i'd like to come back to the y which is great you know um a lot of people have that stigma of having to work out with a mask um you know I, it's uh I, I personally think it probably helps your overall cardio when, i like the when, challenge when you're doing that right yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we, uh, we definitely have seen the increase of members coming back. Um, it's exciting. Um, we hope it stays away because if it comes back, we, we know the opposite happens. So, um, you know, right now we're, we're enjoying not having the enforced mass, right? There was not part of anybody's job description, but it quickly became that, right? So our staff had to go, you know, can you please put your mask on and so forth? And that's, you know just wasn't fun, but well, we're, we're glad it's gone now. Let me break this down easily for you, Robert, okay? You sign up today. You become a member. This is the – so this is single parent family is mm-hmm. that or, or family member. Or family. Okay. Right. So you get free unlimited use of the Y facilities, Robert, unlimited use of the wellness centers, kids zone, unlimited group exercise, yoga, cycle, TRX, youth sports leagues, clinics, camps, martial arts, kids night out, Obviously, you can access the brand-new speaker series events, which if you're doing a speaker series and you're not asking Robert to come and tell people how to write jokes. <laughs> there you go. There we go. And nutrition and wellness. And then 50% off summer day camp, specialty camps, before and after school programs, child care programs, and athletic performance camp. What does it cost to send my kid here for a summer camp? So as a non-member, you'd pay $260 a week. Okay. So you get it for 130 if you're a member. So if you think about that, over the life of the summer, that's $1,000 savings just by becoming a member. That's right. three months. If you're a single parent, $55 membership each month, huge savings. So, so, impressive. so I have a four-year-old, and me and her mom are already trying to talk about what we want our daughter to do. <clears throat> so with this launching of the value-added membership program um, starting today, how long do we have to think about this where this is going to be something that we could take advantage of. This is forever. This is our new okay. membership program. Mm-hmm. So value add is what we're doing moving forward starting today. So you, anytime you want to come in and take a part of that, it's going to be available. Gotcha. So let's say somebody has a normal membership, the, the 29 a month mm-hmm. or whatever it is right now. If, if they opt into a lot of these things, 
separately, what would their monthly bill look like? Like five hundred, six hundred, a thousand dollars a month? Well, yeah. So if you're if you're an individual member, right, those are pretty much available for adults, mm-hmm. um, adults and seniors. So that gets you access to our facilities. Some of the Group X classes, things like that, are included in that membership. Still a great deal. Sure. It's it's really that family. We're really family-based. So when you bring that family in, you really want to talk about upgrading to a family membership because that's where you get all the savings and all these other programs. Robert, I – not Robert. Albert – my bad, boys. So, Albert, <laughs> I recently took out a small loan, okay, because what I needed to do was fill my gas tank. So I need <laughs> this $1,000 a summer savings for this right. day camp. How are there? I know their spots are going like you said, hundreds of them went today. Yeah. So this is like a move real quick, get it figured out and, and go and become a part of, of the walk. Cause if not, they're going to chance fill. you're going to miss out, right? Yeah. They're going to fill. We sold 200 plus camper weeks already today. First day. And today is a members only day. Yeah. So tomorrow that opens up to the general public. Hopefully they come in take it. It's no reason not to be a member. Now there's just so much savings yeah. that you get for being a member that, you know, we're going to see these things move pretty quick. So, so come down, it's exciting. Come down to the Y today, become a member, and then you can get your kid in to the summer camp before everyone else can get their kid in to the summer camp. That's correct. Cool. And then what is, say I can't make it in today, say whatever. Obviously, I didn't plan for him just hearing the boys right now. 505-595-1515 is the best way to contact the horn. Uh, somebody will answer the phone, and yep. then they will, they will tell you exactly what you need to do. Yep. And and go, they, on, go online, ymcacnm.org. You, you can find all the information about our programs, dates, things like that there as well. Starting tomorrow, you can register. You can sign up online for a membership and register for any of these programs online tomorrow as well. So There we go. Albert Ramirez, Executive yeah. Director of the YMCA. Do we miss anything? Uh, you know, specialty camps. That's kind of the new yeah. thing. Um, so we have summer specialty camps, again, with membership. You save 50% on those. Cooking camp, uh, archery, coding, fit and fun, uh, just to name a few. So a lot of those are great. They're half-day camps. So if you're not committed to being gone the full day or you're still a parent working at home but you want your kid to go do something, these are great camps for that. They're educational. You learn a lot. They meet new friends. It's great. If by 5.01 p.m. today Robert hasn't signed up his family for this whole thing, you let me know. All right. We're going to figure that out. I'll track him down. Yeah. I, just, I hear him all the time. He's like, you go get kids off the streets. He just, I mean, here's the opportunity. There you just go. like, let's do something right wait, here. Wait, my kid. Oh, you don't care about that? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> start, start small, all right? We, we are here uh, every day of the week, and starting in April, we're going to be at the Electric Playhouse. As we're starting our dodgeball tournament, which we're very excited about, and more details to come on that whenever we have them. Also, Thursday, we're live from O'Neill's. We're in the Knob Hill no, O'Neill's on Thursday, boys, so get ready to be up there and have a lot of fun with it. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The texture has not been kind to me over my movie, Ackerman, boys. Now, whose fault is that? Here's what I'm saying. Is it that these accurate observationists here in the text thread, or is it you? Boys, it's not me. Oh. Okay, wait, wait, wait. What other movies were horrible since the beginning of the year that you feel? This year? Yeah. Let me pull up a list of this year movies. <laughs> or at least since the winter started. Okay. Since the winter started? Yeah. And by the way, there are some movies I think are very good. I like that Ten Rings movie. I thought it was good. I regret not seeing that in a theater. Same, because it was so big. Ten Rings? What? 
The the Marvel one where the guy oh, uh, the, the guy sh- shot his ring arms at people. <laughs> Shang, what's that? Shang Chi. What yeah. was that called? Yeah. 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 Oh, but, that. Yeah. I, I should have saw that in the movie too. That was bad. I should have saw that. But this Batman movie was garbage. All right. So I got a list of movies up that came out this year. Now, also to be fair, boys. To be fair, I don't oh. see a ton of movies. Okay. So I'm not the there guy. There hasn't been. A lot of them are going straight. Yeah. To the streaming streaming, yeah. streaming platform, whichever one it may be. Oh, okay. So I watched the one with Matt Damon. And Ben Affleck, where they're like in swords and sandals, and Darth Darth Vader's kid was in it. What am I trying to say? Adam Vader. Adam Driver. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kylo that, Kylo Ren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah Goodwill, that, Kylo Ren and Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, that movie sucked. Yeah, I knew I knew that one was gonna suck. Yeah, it was really bad. I didn't even have to watch that one. I saw it on a plane. It was terrible. I was mad that I saw it. Any movie you're gonna see on a plane is probably. A B at best. Now hold up. Wait I, a minute. Yeah, because me and Robert both watched. Minute. We both watched the Double O Seven. Yeah, movie. the last Double O Seven was great. Whenever we went to the Super Bowl, because yeah. you was it on the airplane? Yes. Yeah, it was the the stock airplane movie that was shown. Yeah, the Southwest, yeah. Uh, whatever, whatever. I don't think I've ever seen a good movie on an airplane. Wait, wasn't I on the same airplane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You chose. Oh, you, I was watching Star Wars. This is a whole yeah, other yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were watching a cartoon, watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and you didn't want to sit with us because you knew we would we would do like the the hazing. We would tease yeah. you. So me and Robert said no, together. I sat in my own row. No, you walked multiple rows you're, behind you're, us on the. Yeah. Your plane to etiquette have, is to bad. Have my own row. You don't understand plane etiquette. We travel together. You sit in the same row. You put the divider between you. But you didn't. You like bolted to the back to to meet a stranger. I, I thought he had to go to the restroom or something. <laughs> well, I, I had a Tinder match when I was in the restroom, ah. uh, the toilet. So I, I tried to find him on the airplane. You didn't even. It was a different flight. Wait, wait a minute. You said Dune was horrible. Oh, Dune is garbage. <sighs> okay, Dune was phenomenal. You're crazy. Now I will give everyone this. That's the movie. That's the movie. I Fast Nine was very good. Fast Nine was better than Dune. Insanely better. It was entertaining. <laughs> you know what I haven't seen is the Kurt Warner movie. I need to see the Kurt Warner movie. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. See, I bet that one's bad, too. The movie isn't as good as just telling the story. Yeah. The, the new Batman movie is at or near the worst thing I think ever put onto television. On the big screen. Oh, man. There's a new Batmobile, boys, and you can't even see it. So it's like the longest night on Game of Thrones? It's exactly that. Yeah. Oh, man. It's embarrassingly bad. As soon as I said that out loud, that doesn't sound right. The yeah. dark night, the longest night. Is it the longest night? Yeah, whatever, where they have that big scene and you can't see any and of it. Yeah. You can't see anything from yeah. the whole episode. That's what the Batman is, the whole thing, but also far more emotional. Like emo, Oh, that's not what it is. Yeah. More ragging on this whenever we get back. <laughs> Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back from the Horn YMCA. A lot of people, obviously, so we're at, it's 5 o'clock, boys, right? It's quitting yep. time. People are coming to the Y. A lot of people are coming through. I'm just saying, I'm getting a lot of support on how my movie critiques go. You're getting zero support. 100% of other human beings are in direct <laughs> opposition to you. The new Matrix sucked. Okay, I'll, yes. I'll give you that one. I agree with it that. It sucks so bad. There we go. See, when you say suck. Yes. 
there's there's it's a loaded description. Suicide okay. Squad was very good. Matrix okay. was average. No. The Matrix was average. No, the, the Matrix wow. it just wasn't good. It owes I, me time. I agree with you on that one. <laughs> yes. Very terrible average. Right, let me see this list you got here. Nobody was very good. With the guy from the Breaking Bad show? Nobody was pretty good. Nobody killed. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was above average. Oh, Suicide yeah. Squad yeah. was above yeah. average. That's what I'm saying, boys. Every I'm giving every every it's, breakdown it's, I'm giving you is perfect. Well, it's like the big movies is what you have a problem with. I only see the big movies. Yeah, the biggest movies so far you don't like them. No, I really like Fast Nine. I thought that was very good. Come on, man. They they drove into space, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, you had to you had to suspend no. disbelief a little bit. I saw the Mortal Kombat movie. It was terrible. Horrible. Horrible. So you're setting yourself up for failure by watching these movies that I skip out on because I know they're going to be horrible. There's no way I'll ever watch Mortal Kombat. There's no way I'll ever watch another Fast and the Furious. You're doing this to yourself. Fast and the Furious was very good. Why wouldn't you watch that? Just because it had John Cena in it or whatever. I mean, that's a strong aspect (laughs) of what... This Venom movie was terrible? I didn't see that one. It was terrible. This Black Widow movie was terrible. See, Black Widow wasn't terrible. It was just average. It was just, it was just a letdown. It was underwhelming. Yeah. All right, I did see a movie where Dave Bautista had to fight zombies in Las Vegas. I thought that movie was good. See, that oh. one started off great, yeah, but I ended saw, poorly. Yeah, it was, it yeah that was great. The reason it was very good is the reason that Boba Fett was very bad. Because at the end of Dave Bautista versus the zombies, by the way, I love Tig Notaro. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. listen to her stand-up. She's the funniest comedian on the planet. Yes. She's hilarious. The reason it was so good is because everyone who should have died, died. And then in Boba Fett, Timely Ololaplante <laughs> ends up being perfectly fine because reasons. Like, that's what I'm saying. I need, like, I'm not investing in this. I needed way more Cad Bane. I don't know what that, I don't, is that drugs? He's the bounty hunter at the end, the guy with the blue face. Cad Bane was amazing mm-hmm. in the Clone Wars. Did he die? Clone Wars cartoon. Damn it, Van. The cart- I don't watch the cartoon. Well, that's, this is all in the real Star Wars, Star Wars storyline. Canon, as they call it. Cad Bane is in Star Wars canon. So when I saw him on Boba Fett, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. This has to be a spinoff. Uh, one episode dead. I like how you're telling me how good Boba Fett is by telling me how good something else was. <laughs> That's how bad Boba Fett was. You're like, no, I can really defend this because I have different media that I've absorbed yeah. well, telling me, you why this one is good. Well, me having knowledge of the Star Wars universe doesn't mean I can't use it as a comparison for something you know nothing about. I, here's what I know about good and bad movies in the Boba Fett. Recognize that it's a series on HBO. I totally get it. There we go. Don't yeah. at me. Yeah, yeah. But recognize or Disney Plus. Or, guys, it wasn't good. It's just not good. Also, I need to see the Kurt Warner movie. I feel bad that I haven't. That's like my. So you're a St. Louis guy. Yeah. yeah. Just terrible. Ben Simmons is not going to play in Philly, boys. We knew that was coming. We did, right? Yeah. He's soft. He's insanely soft. He's obviously oh. soft. He's been talking mental illness. I was about to say, we're off that He's been talking, now. talking, yep. talking mental illness. I can't play. He gets traded and then boof. It's just, his mental illness just goes away. He's fine. Like the most stressful city in the world, he goes to New York and somehow his mental health immediately gets better. He is just soft he can and play. can't handle the pressure. 
he can play. He just doesn't want to play in Philly. Yeah. So the game after, he'll play. He will. He'll be right yeah. back the game after. He's doing the opposite of what Harden did. Remember, okay. Harden was his hamstrings. Right. As soon as he got traded, went out 26 points. Yeah. All right, on the count of three, boys, yes or no, is there a God? Okay? One, two, three. Michael Jordan. Wait, what? I won't know unless this <laughs> unless the, boys I won't know if there is or not unless in the playoffs the Nets and the Sixers meet up because then I will know if there is a god oh, man. because if there is they want to play each other in the playoffs and I will get the ending I need to this that'd be great it's not happening you don't think it's happening no but if there is boys if there they're is, both good well the NBA wants it to happen but you're going to have players like Simmons who don't want it to happen. They're going to sit out. They're going to sit out games. He's soft. Yeah. You know, players like Michael Jordan. Yeah. Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah. They would love to oh. go into their old city. Oh, yes. But if, if Kobe Bryant was in the same situation as Ben Simmons, he would be so hungry oh, yeah. to play in Philadelphia and shove it in their faces. You, you know who the Kobe Bryant of this situation is? Joel Embiid. Sure. Yeah. Because nothing do I want more, and also Joel Embiid wants more, than to just get a poster of him dunking over Ben Simmons at the rim and afterwards telling him, like, you just got dunked on. Ah, nice. Yeah. Why is Ben crying? Well, the consolation looks like it's going to be the Nets may not even make the playoffs. That may be his little consolation. Nah. Nah. They're not looking good. (laughs) Nah, they're fine. They're not looking good. He ain't going to play against the Knicks either because that crowd, that crowd oh. they eat him up. Oh, yeah. They already hate the Nets. Mm-hmm. There, ain't, there is not one dude on the planet that likes Ben Simmons. Ben's, trying to think. People are like – not even his poor mother, too. <laughs> no. She's probably sick of all of his garbage, yeah. too. She gets, she gets added. Like, people, like, get into her, like, DMs, and they're like, hey, like, you raised a super soft son. Like, triple S. Super soft son. So it's, it's so perfect that he gets to go play with Kevin Durant now. Yeah. Because he set the new bar that Kevin Durant previously set for being soft. Kevin Durant, the hardest dude in the league right now compared to Ben Simmons. Compared to Ben Simmons. Mm. That's why he was okay with that trade. He was like, oh, oh I'm Rambo 1 compared to this guy. <laughs> <sighs> but it's like... They need him. By the way, That's it's, the it's thing. First Blood, not Rambo yeah. 1. I apologize to all the Somebody, Rambo fans hey, out very there. very good movie. My bad. Very Somebody was definitely going to correct you on that. <laughs> it's crazy because they need Ben Simmons because they're tied for eighth place in the play-in. So they need him, and he's just still, now nah, I'm good. Boys, he's going to their arena, though. He's going to sit on the bench. Oh. He's traveling to Philly, oh. and he's going to wear streeties, and he's going to sit on the bench. He shouldn't even go. The crowd can see him. <laughs> They're going to be throwing batteries at him or something. <laughs> <sighs> well, he's going to have a front row seat of a butt whooping. He's about to get smoked. He's so embarrassing. He's just he's embarrassing the NBA. He's embarrassing to the mental health community. He's embarrassing to... Anyone who's not 10-ply toilet paper, like he's a world of embarrassment. And I want Joel Embiid 
to get his righteous and deserved revenge upon mm-hmm. him. It's not even about Ben Simmons to me. It's about Joel Embiid being able to strike down upon the vengeance with anger. What about the flip side of this, though? What about Harden playing against his old team? Don't care. Oh, he's going to put a 50-burger on. Duh. Watch. Harden can ball. 50-burger triple-double. sleep on (laughs) Harden. Just because, like, just just like Westbrook, he hasn't had a lot of playoff success, chokes in big games. Harden can ball, y'all. He is a perfect complement to Joel Embiid. Yeah. Running that ISO, pick and roll, in and out. Deadly. He's a great complement to him. He's also the mouth. Like, if, if he puts, like, a stat line on you, He's going to tell you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this ain't going to be like like you're obviously like a huge LeBron James fan and, and a Lakers fan, and you're all those things that are gross and awful in the world, right? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't cuss at me with this LeBron talk. <laughs> LeBron puts up 54 last night. He's like, I, I don't care about the win. LeBron, you lying. You are a liar. You are super lying. Yes. Stop. Yeah. He's, he's the, Cut it out. He's the youngest and oldest player to score 50 points. That's, That's insane. It's crazy, huh? That's insane. I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? How old was Jordan when he retired the second time? I he was playing like he was 60. Was like no, he 40. wasn't. He was 40. <laughs> hey, Jordan, Jordan oh, he, was, he, he averaged was, 25 like 22, in his final season. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the Wizards just let him. Chuck up thirty shots and shoot thirty percent from the field. Not even at all. He played reserve minutes. Jordan, like, was, Jordan was fire. Was like he was an all star both yeah. his last years. And of not, course, not, he was an well, all star. Not just off his name though. He was balling. Yeah, he, there is a misconception that Jordan with the Wizards was not a player. Yeah. Now, obviously, you can't be Jordan with the Bulls, but Jordan with the Wizards was upper echelon of Eastern Conference players at that time. He Jordan a, with the Jordan with the Wizards. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, Jordan with the Wizards is the same as Jordan with the White Sox. No, no. Oh, yes. not even. <laughs> yes, yes. No, yes. I gotta look this up. Like, yes, historically speaking, no. Yeah, he like, played what two seasons? He played two seasons, twenty-three a game, and then twenty a game. He played three. He played oh one, oh two, and oh three. Yeah. So, and and I mean, he averaged out. Also, if you remember in that All Star game, um, he had the MVP performance in All Star game and hit like the game winner. And you're like, it's just an All Star game, winner. but like he still had it. Like, Was that the one in Phoenix where they had the orange jerseys? feel like that's correct yeah and i'm only agreeing with you because i feel that's correct i don't know off the top of my head okay yeah but uh but yeah you know jordan played out in his final two years yeah, he, he balled out but that was my thing like one like how old was he He was 38 39 all right so then lebron right now is 37 38 is that my understanding yeah 37 right <laughs> oh that's comedy <laughs> So fourteen, it, yeah, let, he was an All Star in O two and O three. Let, okay, they're not going to not vote Michael Jordan to the All Star game, but he had the numbers to back it up. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't like he was out there averaging twelve points. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, no, he he played all the way through. Yeah, and Le, I mean, and obviously LeBron. I mean, Le, it's not even Le, arguable. LeBron's no, better than LeBron's Michael. LeBron's better than Michael. Jordan as an older player. As in everything. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh here we go. This is going to get spicy. Not even close. Stop it. 505-246-0610. <laughs> Hit us up on the sports animal don't hotline. Don't do this. No, don't do this. He it's took a, the it's wor- a mutiny, a he self-imposed <laughs> mutiny. The worst team in the NBA history to ever reach the finals was led by LeBron James. Yeah, because he was playing other trash teams in that whole no. conference. No. Yeah. 
There's nothing wrong with being the second best of all time. How many ships? Nothing. How many ships LeBron got? Four. Four. Against like the best players from around the world, and LeBron was only beating up dudes from California and Texas because the world hadn't started playing the game yet. Oh, you talking about, talking about Jordan? Yeah, I'm Jordan. sorry. Yeah, because Michael only beat up guys from the Sun Belt. Like, no. I mean, that what? No. What? No, no, no. Our beat of Sabonis wasn't even over here no, yet. No. We used to think. <laughs> and he would have got dunked on, too. <laughs> we used to think Jeff Hornacek was good. Yes. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he was playing against Jordan. <laughs> no, hey. nobody did. Yeah. I didn't. No. There were people out there pacing yeah. Byron Russell. It, it kind of, see, when I, when I look at these two, it kind of balances itself out because the shooting guards with Jordan were trash. All of them. They were trash. But he went up against, like, the greatest big men ever. Jeff Hornacek doesn't even make the roster for New Mexico Highlands. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you right, you guys are both right right now. So Jordan, <laughs> number one, obviously. I would say Clyde Drexler is probably number two or, yeah. or Reggie. Yeah, yeah. Those are the two, and yeah. they're both so far below they're Jordan. They're way, be- way below Jordan. Because then you get into weird guys like Mitch Richmond, Latrell Sprewell. Yeah, no, yeah. no, yeah. Maybe even AI number two. Oh, but he was, a, but he, was he didn't later. come up in time. Yeah, he was. Yeah, later. he went in the nineties. He was later. Because he. Oh, are you talking nineties only? Yeah. yeah 90s oh, okay, guards. okay, okay. And yeah. really, I guess you start talking the eighties, but but Jordan was winning in the nineties, and that and the NBA was is bad. The worst time ever for the history of the NBA was the nineties. It had one guy, yes. and it had no one else. You're very true. Very and true. that's why LeBron is so much better than Jordan because LeBron has beat the best players in the world. Because Jordan right. made it sexy to play in the NBA. With the best players in the I can't world, wait too. to see this phone and text line light up. <laughs> this is going to be so good. Grab a break. I'm indifferent to this argument, but I love the passion on both sides. Is gambling an addiction? Is $1,500 worth your million-dollar salary? Man. Tune in on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. We're going to talk about this Calvin Ridley story, but we need to address a couple things, including the texter and the friend of the show hotline where Vincent is joining us. Vincent, welcome to the program. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, I guess you guys had did not watch the uh, Lakers thing last night on HBO Max. We did. Actually, we did. I mean, it was the funniest hour I've seen on TV. <laughs> yeah, nice. In the last, in the last it was so. It was so bad. It was good. <laughs> and this, and I think that's this, what they were going for. I I think they were. Yep. I mean, they must have. But tonight, I I kind of googled some things, and they they said that Will Ferrell was actually considered. They were going to consider him for Doctor Jerry Buss. And I'm like, oh my god. I mean, then then you would know, you know, being funny. But some of the stuff in there, and I don't know how much you guys, how, I know one of you guys is 40 or something. I don't know how much of you remember those days, but I, I'm much older. I know those days, and I know what happened. I mean, they made Jerry West out to look like a, a, just a, a raving maniac. I mean, it was, it was hilarious. I'm sitting there on the couch, I'm laughing my ass off, and my wife said, what are you and she doesn't know really who anybody is. She knew Magic Johnson or oh, and Kareem. Kareem <laughs> comes off as a jerk, which maybe he is. Uh, it was. I thought it was. Uh, I want to watch episode two just to see what Pat Riley's going to be like. I, it was. Oh God, it was so funny. But, I, I liked it because you know I'm I'm from L.A. area and. 
I'm 43. Well, what difference does that make? Well, because I'm going to tell you how it goes in the barbershops. Is this is how they talked about the teams, and I never believed it. <laughs> I, never believed it. <laughs> I never believed it, especially the Jerry West, like how he was a drunk and he just hated everyone. I was like, he's the logo. What are you talking about? So. <laughs> So to see that to see that last night, I was like, okay, this is this is what they were talking about. I, I haven't seen the episode yet, but I'm really excited to catch up. I already love the director Adam McKay. I've loved everything that he's ever done in his whole career so far. So I'm really excited to see what he comes up on this one. Oh man! Well, there's a scene that I don't want to blow for you, but where Norm Nixon is the current LA the Laker guard, and they're considering drafting Magic, you know. So they meet, that bus takes them to the Playboy Mansion, and they go out and play hoops outside. And Nixon schools magic. And I'm like, I just... Yeah, yeah I, see, that's, that's the part I didn't believe in. <laughs> oh, come on. It's like, I was like, hold up, y'all going to draft this guy number one, and he only scores two points in a game to five against a guy who's <laughs> way shorter than him? Yeah. Yeah, I think he was seven inches taller. Yeah, it was just—I mean, I was just laughing so much, and I can't wait for episode two. That's how good it was. I mean, good, and you know, it's so bad that it's good. That's one of those shows. I just. Vincent, we're supposed to start covering winning time with friend of the show, friend in real life, Rob Portnoy, as he's also a huge Lakers fan. We haven't really set up the logistics though yet, so you're going to get a huge dose of this show. On this yeah, show. It, oh, man, I, oh, man, it's so good. I just can't wait for some of the other people. You know, like I said, Riley. You know, I, and I already saw who was going to play Riley. Uh, oh, Jeannie Buss. She comes off as like, I mean, I, I know Jeannie Buss is no uh, Shannon Tweed or anything, but, I mean, they <laughs> made her look like she was, you know, some, you know, you know, dog. I mean, come on. She's not that bad. I mean. <laughs> Adrian Brody's paying Pat Riley? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, that's a good cast. It's so well casted. It Everything should be perfect. And I love John C. Riley in that role. Jason Siegel's pretty good. He's so good, man. Hey, I <laughs> little guys want to watch some yeah. basketball? Hey, <laughs> he looks just like Todd Buzz, too. Vincent, we appreciate, we appreciate you taking the call. All right. Thanks, Vincent. I like when Vincent brings the positive energy to the program because that's not normally his go-to. It's rare-ish. Yeah. But Rare I, adjacent. I, but it was on brand with Vincent because he was like, I hated it so much I loved it. And I was like, there we go. Nice. That's how you describe that. that. See, with, with the show, they, they started very serious. They started right when Magic is about to do the 92 press conference. Yeah. 91-92 press conference. And then they go to the very beginning, and that's when all the funny stuff and – Behind the scenes. I love the way it's shot because it's like real 70s, 80s, grainy. Yeah. I, I like, like all of that. It, like 70-millimeter film yep. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that Quincy Isaiah? Is he, is he like the new hotness? Uh, He looks like magic. I mean, that's what matters. That's that's it. That's it. That's pretty much it. <laughs> well, they were saying they didn't even – they were they didn't think they were going to do the show because they couldn't find a magic. And they found him. He's from L.A., they found him, and they're like, "That's the guy we need." So they called Rick Fox to work him out to see if he knows basketball, because obviously he's got to do moves yeah. and stuff. About killed him, and he was like, "He's good. This is the guy we need." The texter right now is fire, boys. So oh eight two six says Brittany might smuggle some vapes into the gulag. 
and he describes how she does it. Oh, oh okay. Okay. <laughs> oh. There we go. Uh, also from 7339, uh, reach out to me. I'm producing free Britney stickers for your car. Oh. That is very clever. I it's, like that It's a lot. not really fair. Well, they got to think for Spears. Fe- for females in yes. prison because they got twice the prison purse space. It's, mm. it's an unfair advantage. According to 0826, I'm an idiot for a plethora of reasons, including that Batman got an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, slow boy. All right, here's the thing about Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes is literally a fan site. Literally a fan site. You go right there now. in droves of, as a fan. If, if you could review Apple products on Rotten Tomatoes, they would all have 100% freshness because fanboys chase down Rotten Tomatoes mm. to give reviews. But so, there's always Oppo Guy. Yeah. Oppo so Guy. You've got to weigh it down a little bit. Well, and that's the thing about Fanboy, too, because if it had been – if it had been against, like, the, like, canon or whatever of Batman, Fanboy would have went and buried it. Mm-hmm. But because it was, like, in a line or whatever. And also, to be fair. Mm, to be fair. They put Lenny Kravitz's kid in, like, a super tight outfit. Of course, the losers that like this movie are going to give it positive reviews. They had her in, like, Well, uh, that's the point. It's the point. Yeah. It's not that the movie is good. It's that you can buy a cool action figure toy to lay under your pillow when you sleep. <sighs> Wait, who's Lenny Kravitz's kid? Uh, whatever her name Zoe? is. Yeah, she's she. She is the she is the type of beautiful that cannot be described properly with words. She looks just like her mom. Yeah, she is. She is. If a model was prettier than a model, she, mathematically yeah. speaking, yeah. she's arguably perfect. Oh, yeah. From the texture. Uh, what else has she been in? I blame your boomer opinion on the new Batman movie on the fact that you are actually a boomer in a younger host's body. <laughs> Yo, that they nailed that one. There's, I didn't see that one. Yeah. That is so perfect. There's, oh, there's yes. a belief that I have assimilated someone's body, took it over, and that I am, quote, intimidated by the successful slacker who is Robert Pattison. <laughs> I am basing my opinion on some new answer. Okay, let's go back to this previous text. Yeah, yeah. Because these people don't, like, know you, know you. That's gold. But this is the most accurate text in the history yes. of the sports animal yes. text line. Also, Fred is slow. <laughs> Boys, I'm 37 years old. There's a lot of like ways to make fun of my last name. We're each three years apart. Yeah. You're 37. I'm 40. You're 43. Yes. yes. Fred, you're easily yeah. the old man yes. on the porch right, in the rocking chair mm-hmm. we were telling go- kids to get off his lawn. We were going were, were we going or coming from Las Vegas, New Mexico? And he starts off a sentence, let me tell you about this hip hop, what I don't like about it. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> this hip hop. <laughs> I have a certain energy about me that is not sampled from others. It is authentic. And that's the thing, boys. I'm not old man slow as it comes to, like, your hobbies, interests, beliefs, and, and your core values. I don't care. Uh-huh. I'm old man slow when it comes to accountability. Yeah. And the Batman owes me now. Oh, man. Like, I don't, like, I don't care. Oh, I definitely fine. have is to it, see it. Is it theaters only right now? Yeah. I would assume. Is it theaters it only? Is. I saw it in a quaint, beautiful little theater in Las Vegas, New Mexico, where there was, like, 30 little chairs, and there was a $5 popcorn soda and candy bar box that I could buy. And I was like, this is the cutest, most fun little thing of all time until I got inside, and it was the Batman. Yeah, I got to watch this. I have to watch it sooner than later. If, if my options are watch the Batman Uh-oh. or anything – the Batman is – I'm never – obviously, I don't watch reruns. I'm never going to watch it again. Wait, okay. Here's how we measure this, Van. 
if somehow Nelly would have appeared in this movie, <laughs> would it made Batman better? I mean, if, if Nelly played Robin? Yeah. Couldn't hurt it. <laughs> also, there's no good Robin. We've been over this at length. We've got to grab, we, we, we grab a commercial. After this, J.J. Buck is going to reach out to us. I know he's in transition at the Mountain West Tournament right now, and we're going to connect with him as soon as we can as the Lady Lobos play in approximately one hour, boys. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Live from the Horn YMCA, the intersection of Indian School and San Mateo. Been a good day here. Everyone's getting off work. They're coming in. Uh, here's what's kind of funny. Normally people come to the Y, we watch them go work out. We're just watching them go sign up and then turn around and leave. Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we'll, like, yeah, we'll come Okay. <laughs> I want to start, but not like right now. Yeah. <laughs> we are waiting on J.J. Buck to reach out to the program. He's... Getting ready to call the Lady Lobos tonight. But, uh, well, here's the thing, boys. Number one, he's in Vegas, so anything could be happening. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. We won't even ask because what happens in Vegas traditionally doesn't make this radio show. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, secondly, I mean, he's got a big game to get ready for, boys. Yeah. yeah. So, but he'll be joining a lot us. Of work. So, I know he's out there today calling the game. Jeff is going out tomorrow morning or maybe tonight, but he'll be there tomorrow through the rest of the week. And, and they're going to be bringing you all the Mountain West coverage. Uh, from Las Vegas, and, I mean, that's going to be awesome. Obviously, they'll be able to give me insights on the Aggies. They'll be able to talk about everything that's going on. So make sure you're tuned in to us and the morning show because the morning show is going to be there, but then on our program we're going to be bringing what's going on with them to you. Ooh, I got filler, boys. You watch this. Uh, you see this big soccer brawl over the weekend? I did. Oh, man. And I believe it was in Mexico. It was in Mexico, and Mexico come out and said the Mexican government, which usually – the government has very little to do with uh, soccer in places where they do have riots. Like, you know, Europe and Eastern Europe where some teams are, like, owned by the gangs and the gangs are warring with each other. Mexico. Is that real? Yes. Oh, that's mm-hmm. super sweet. Yeah. There's a phenomenal documentary I could show you. <laughs> yes. I, I you see, I know. you know yep. what I'm talking it's about? about hockey? I've seen the hockey one. No. Oh. No, it's, it's soccer. soccer. And, yeah. Yeah. In Eastern Europe. Mexico, it came out and it's made a statement that this is the worst thing that's ever happened in the history of Mexico. 22 soccer. people injured, including two critically on Saturday when fans brawled during a soccer game in central Mexico. I don't know where central Mexico is. I'm assuming it's not on the coast, but who are these teams? Why is it so serious? Like and not to quote the Joker, obviously, because I've been going nuts on the Batman today, but why so serious is the soccer? Like they're trying to kill each other. These are the players. These are the fans. I guess I don't understand. I learned. I, I love that you just learned about how passionate soccer hooligans are. What? The problem is now it's spreading to Mexico, where they used to have like a fun, chummy rivalry. Right. And now they're getting that European vibe, where they fight each other all the time. Well, what I want to know is some of the headlines only give a part of the story. Like they they tell you how many were injured, but they don't tell you how many were killed. Mm. It's like up to 17 people killed. Yeah, like there are absolutely fatalities. Yeah. And, and, and this is like, this is not guns, fellas. No. This is not weapons. Hmm. This is like fisticuffs. Did you see the footage of this? They it dra- was dragging them around on the field and yeah. stuff? They're, it they was start insane. Chairs. They start, in the, they start in the stands and then like flow over. It yeah. went down onto the field. <sighs> Also, so here's how, like, weird and selfish I am. I'm a sports broadcaster. I call a lot of games at a lot of levels for a lot of people. 
What if you're in the broadcast booth? You got to call it. No, you cannot call it. Okay. <laughs> Captain of the Titanic over here. <laughs> Local plumber, Jose Martinez. Comes off the field with an elbow. Oh, knocks out his neighbor who is a fan of the rival team. Nah, I'm, no. No way. What's that cat's name for Westwood one? Ryan Racky? Is that what it is? Mm. Like, there's some iconic voices. I just don't know, boys. I just, I would, I would get, oh, God. I'd be like, we're going to commercial. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then you got yeah. two hours of commercials. Oh, we got a, a bloodbath. Yeah. We got a break in the action, and it looks like he has a broken nose. And when, we'll take a break right here. See, that's when I lose all type of professionalism. Because yeah. when I see a fight. World star, oh, son. Oh, yeah. It's, you're getting the real commentary. <laughs> 17, yeah, 17 is the official number here. Yeah. Oh, it's official now? Yeah. yeah. I thought there was just. Potential numbers. The still photos from this is crazy. You have some people who don't even believe that there's fights because they're, like, smiling and drinking beer. And then two rows down, a dude's head getting smashed with a chair. One fan could be seen pulling a knife to cut the nets of the goal. Ooh, okay. That's interesting. Destroyed one size bench and fans fought in the tunnel chasing players. This is, it's just the most crazy thing I've ever seen. Like, Some of the fans were stripped naked, lying unresponsive outside of, on the ground, as others continued to kick and punch at them. Look, I love the Lakers and all. <laughs> I don't really love anything that much. No. Not, no, not, my not imme- when it comes to sports. And stuff. My immediate family and my close friends are, like, yeah. literally the only people I would do anything like that for. Yeah. Not a, not a sports team. Not some kind of club, no organization, there's no, no political yeah. cause. There's no amount of trash talk that would get me into something like that at all. And the fan bases are apparently like, separated by a plexiglass barbed wire, like, I don't wall? I don't know what other word to use. Mm-hmm. And fans are just like, hey, no problem. Like, this is a weapon now. Like, yeah, thanks, what? Thanks for all the sharp barbed wire. Good looking out. Ugh. See, and this is why I always say we made a, such a big deal out of the malice of the palace. Yeah. <laughs> like, stop it. Just learn. some good old boys letting off some steam, yeah. am I right? What <laughs> fires you up so much? Like, what fires you up so much? That Life. This ain't got nothing to do with soccer. It yeah. Don't, right? oh, this ain't no. got nothing to do with Not sports. at all. Not at all. No, this is socioeconomic yeah. problems, and you're taking it out mm-hmm. on something else. I don't know, boys. Like, is it? Because I, I always start to think like money and stuff, right? So I'm like, I'm like, who is paying for this to start? Like, like which which part of the soccer team is like, all right, you go and cite this, but you don't think that. You think it's just good old boys doing good old boy things. Yeah, I think it's socioeconomic factors, and this is an outlet for their lives that they they can't they have control over that everything else in their life they don't have any control over. So when it bubbles over in something they're passionate about, they don't have any other recourse but to go that far. Because everything that's bubbled up in their life, in their government, in their work, in whatever, just gets released out onto the soccer pitch. Yeah, We're, we're going to have for J.J. Buck and try to sneak him in before the top of the hour. Well, here's what I'm imagining is J.J.'s current situation. I'm imagining he's like, no, don't you know this? Look at my media pass. I'm, I'm the J.J. Buck. Uh-huh. Like, I need to get down to the floor. 
I'm the voice of the team that's about to win the Mountain West tournament. Like, that's my vision right here. And then he's like, Jeff, they're not letting me in. Paint me blue so I could get in there. Smart. Yeah. But they're, But also he, like, forgot. That was a, that was a Blue Man Group reference? I did. Not, a, yeah. not a Nevada Wolfpack reference. I thought it was a Mike Krzyzewski reference, so it was a lot of confusion <laughs> uh. on my part. But also, like, I mean – what if J.J. actually pulled, like, a Brittany Grinder and he's got his vape pin on him and, and the whole thing oh. the situation now? I think he'd be the last well, person. I he absolutely would be the last the, person. Like the polar opposite of someone that would do that. That's that's fine in Vegas, though, isn't it? <laughs> Robert, just <laughs> asking for personal reasons. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you to Mexico Pinion for being a part of the program. Thank you to Chisholm Trail RV, who's allowed us to be on the road today at the YMCA Central New Mexico. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Cut the music. J.J. Buck's here. J.J., welcome to the program. How are you? Boys, what are you doing? How are you doing? Well, we are doing well. We are sitting at the YMCA, the Horn location, and we're excited to talk to you because I didn't know until, I guess it would have been this morning, so I don't, maybe it was announced yesterday, but there are five all-conference Lady Lobos. Are you kidding me? We have the best team in the history of all sports. Well, pretty, pretty good for the Lobos when it comes to the all-conference selection. So, the Mountain West on the women's side, they don't do like a first team or second team. They just announced 10 all-conference players, and three of those were the Lobos. Then he had Sean Magruder on the all-defensive team, Paulo Reyes on the all-freshman team to go along with Antonio Anderson, Jaden De La Serta on, on the first team with uh, Sean Magruder as well. So it was an exceptional postseason reward recognition, but now it's time to get the hardware. JJ, how's Vegas treating you so far? You sound really chipper. You don't sound tired. You don't sound inebriated. You being a good boy so far? <laughs> oh, you know it so far. Uh, just, just got in last night, um, and then I had to be ready to, to kick it off today. And then, of course, you know, waking up, doing the opening drive, you got to get it in uh, early in the morning, sneak in a nap. Um, but it, it's been good, man. This city is popping right now. You got the West Coast Conference tournament going on, and you got the men coming in. In a couple of days, um, it is just a great environment to be around right now with a ton of basketball fans and a lot of great basketball on deck. So how is the turnout for the fans of the Lobos? Do we have a lot of people there to cheer on the ladies? Well, you know, it's, it's going to be a little sparse early, but if you know, UNM can win, tomorrow it's going to pick up, and then especially on Wednesday, if this team can get to the championship game, then it's going to be a rowdy atmosphere because the men play Wednesday morning. I know there's a lot of people taking those Tuesday night, early Wednesday morning flights in. So if you know, this UNM team can go on a run, that Wednesday night here at the Thomas and Mac will be very fun. The Tonight's game, obviously, San Diego State. Uh, they just knocked off Boise State. What's that mean to you, JJ? Does that mean this, this team's got a chance to rise and get the Lady Lobos a run, or, or is this one where the girls and Jaden uh, De La Serta is going to be able to kind of establish early and, and play their game? Well, that is the key right there. Lobos, when they get going early, they're a different team. This San Diego State team, they're a roller coaster ride, but they're talented in spots. And I was talking with Mike Bradbury, and Mercedes Staples, a player that they have trouble with for the Aztecs. You have Mallory Adams, the Ford, that can shoot. You have Asia Avenger, who's a redshirt freshman, was preseason freshman of the year. So they have a lot of talent, but then they come in as a seventh seed just because they've been so up and down. Depending on what San Diego State team you get, it can be a really – tough game, but I think the week off for the Lobos, you know, they did not have a game last week, was really important for this team because it is a tight rotation. Those five seniors and then Paul Reyes coming off the bench, so they needed that time just physically and mentally, and just being around the team today, watching the spirits, the attitudes, everyone looks healthy, good to go, and now these five seniors know what's on deck, and that's why 
Jaden Villaser and Tony Anderson came back for one more year. It's for this moment. And they've talked about it, trying to win a Mountain West championship. So they are going to be locked in, and that's not going to be a problem. But the first five minutes, I'm really looking at, you know, if the Lobos can establish themselves, then it's going to be a good night for themselves. So these seniors out there, they've been in this tournament a bunch, and they've been bounced out by San Diego State before. Do you think it's going to make them even hungrier and more passionate about winning this game and moving on? Absolutely. There's there's a lot of pressure on this team. When you look at playing five seniors, two of them are fifth-year seniors. What you mentioned, you know, three years ago, this was a 2-7 matchup that the Aztecs knocked out the Lobos in overtime. So they've been through it. They know the pain of losing to this team in particular, but coming up short. Because this roster, you know, there's still questions, you know, the Duff sisters and Shimer Guter could come back for one more year, but that hasn't been talked about. So this team, you know, could go from winning a conference, you know, like they did last year and competing for one this year to you know, one of the bottom teams in the Mountain West. There's a ton of pressure on this team. They know what that stake from Bradbury down the, the entire bench, um, but they're locked in and I think they're embracing it. They're not letting it overwhelm them. So I, I, I heard you talk about the pressure. We, we know they're the number two seed. Were the ladies satisfied with that seed? Did they feel like they should have been number one? Or is the number two okay and they feel like they can go ahead and take the whole thing? I think the number two is okay when you look at what how they finished the season. There were some frustrating losses because two of those losses were at one point. Wyoming beat them at the buzzer three-point shot. And then just uh, about a week and a half ago in Fresno against the Bulldogs, they lost by one. They had a shot at the end win at that game. So while you know there's some frustration being the defending Mountain West regular season champ, uh, I think the, the way they played overall and how tough the Mountain West was this season, that they're okay with it because their focus is it sets them up now, being the two seed, being on this side of the bracket. Tough games ahead if they get past this one. But I think this is where they want to be right now. In terms I'm, of rooting, I'm rooting for three-pointers. I'm running for three-pointers, steals, and wins for the Lady Lobos tonight because of the five starters. They took donations for Locker 505. Yeah. So every time they do one, they're helping a good cause. JJ, anything we missed? Nah, boys. You're, you covered it. We're set. We're going to be popping on. I'm really excited because Nikki Heckerothabato is here with me uh, for the Mountain West Tournament. So we're going to go on 6.30. Got 7 o'clock tip-off there. Mountain time. And just stoked to get going, man. Be good, but not too good. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live from the Horn YMCA, the intersection of San Mateo and Indian School. And sitting down with us is Director of Sports and Fitness, Dane Leninger, who I think only came over for five minutes so you could take some of our stickers. Is that correct? <laughs> That's right. i, I got to put these all over my water bottles. <laughs> Thank the, you. We do got good go. swag. We yeah. got good swag yeah. over here. Good you, stickers. You said it's the opening night of practice. You only had a couple minutes. But what's going on with sports? What's going on with fitness at the yeah, Y? we're kicking it off tonight. So practices are starting and all the, all the madness. So, it's good so like kicking it off for soccer and football or tipping it off for basketball? Tipping it off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I get those two mixed up all the time. Don't Listen, feel bad. Well, I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Sometimes on purpose, just to mess with Fred. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, all kids, all ages. Yes, sir. Yeah. And then, what does this new enrollment family program do for you and your programs? What do you, What do you think it's going to do for the numbers in your youth sports? It's exciting. I think it's going to be really good for for us in in sports, and I think it's gonna it's gonna fill up fast. So, with the, I mean, 
it's it's such a good deal just including sports into that family value uh full membership so so yeah we're talking about the the value added memberships with i i would been referring to them as all inclusive smart yeah not quite all inclusive oh yeah liar but there's so many free classes you get your kids in the sports for free have you seen a big bump and and participation and excitement when this was introduced yeah, when it's introduced, I think I think everybody's like, oh, you know, it, it just makes sense to come and be a member now, you know, and that's that's good. So it's, that's really cool. Like you're, you're, it pays for itself basically. It does. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. With all the programs that you're involved in, what's your favorite one? Ooh, that's a good question. I I like I really do still at the core of me enjoy like the fitness side of things. So right. I I like to help people and and be hand you know kind of face-to-face with with people and i do enjoy that um i like the basketball and stuff i but sometimes i just have to stay tucked away in my corner right in the back and just you know pound the keys you so. co- you coaching a team this year or what's up i'm not coaching a team what how'd you get out of that <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's yeah I, I don't know it might be biased <laughs> the uh all right so across all your leagues at all your levels how many teams you got this spring we have a good amount, mostly in the in the mid range of kids. So we do a big bell curve. So our our youngest, and then it basically our probably like ten to fourteen is the the tip of the bell curve, and then it goes down as as they go into like the high school age. Fourteen is when Fred peaked too. So what a coincidence! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was it was my second growth spurt or whatever. I mean, I just wasn't going to get any taller. <laughs> Dunking on yeah, him. that's I, I have one career dunk, boys, in my entire playing days. No, one what? career just dunk, one? just one. Never tell that hey. static. This boy, that's how it was. I just <laughs> I was never fast enough to get out ahead of anyone. Yeah, and then I had one little baseline to the basket. Like and I, I was on top of the world for a minute. Like oh, if, yeah. if I'd have jumped, I'd like at that time I'd have hit the moon. Yeah. Like I was, I was of a special town. I know you had to go, Dane. Uh, anything we can make sure you hit on before you jump out? Um, not, not exactly. Um, let's see. So, s- summer sports and camps and everything that kicked off today. I think was the early registration started today for members only. So come in, um, grab those spots for for all our different specialty camps we're running and and yeah, it's uh. That's about Over it. 200 reservations to camps already. Yeah. So make sure you get in and start snatching them up because they're going fast. Yeah, same with the uh, Camp camp Shaver. It's it's really the registration's up there as well, so that's good. Like, no time, like, literally no time to wait. Like, yeah, if, you, not, if you weren't kids involved in, the y, involved in the Y, and by the way, it's like 130 bucks a week. Like, that is like, that's the deal for child Get care. up here, yep. get a value-added membership, yep. put your kid in some sports, put your kid in some daycare classes, some summer camps. It's basically free. Let's do it. You're yep. almost giving it away. Dane, go run the leagues. You're doing so very good. Thanks, guys. Appreciate <laughs> you having me on. <laughs> good dude. Thanks, Dane. I like him a lot. The only way that I could dunk, even at like my physical prime, yeah. was if I like ran into Buck and he just like <laughs> lifted me up dirty dancing <laughs> style yeah, yeah. and just set me into the goal. Like and that's you the only way. Dude, like Boom. That, yeah. And then I'd hang on it like Shaq for a second. Bam. Michael, is the mailman with us? He sure is. Welcome to the program, mailman. What happened, fellas? What it is. Hey, this is Vladimir from Dallas 19. Greeny Grainer just arrived. I will train her back to you for 270,000 rubles. <laughs> Until you said Ruples, I had no clue. <laughs> I wasn't what sure I at first. I wasn't sure at first either. Well, two hundred seventy thousand Ruples 
It's probably two thousand and seventy dollars right now. I actually now. have that on my person. Like, that's not. That's not that much. <laughs> so you might be able to buy a bag. Hey, um, Buck D. What's were up? you a little threatened that Kevin Hart was in town that you stayed out of town this weekend? No, that's called being booked and busy. You can't be a fan oh, okay. if you're booked Tell and busy. Tell me anything. I, yeah. I have to take your word for it. Yeah, you can't be a fan if you're booked and busy. 270,000 yeah. ruples is $2,117. So, yes, I actually do have it. I could, <laughs> I could afford to bring Brittany Griner back. All right, let's start that GoFundMe and get Brittany, free Brittany, get them free Brittany t-shirts back, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a vape but, pen. Uh, uh, I am I am stoked for this time of year because of Major the League Lady Baseball. Lobos. Man, last year they won the tournament. I mean, they won the uh, Mountain West outright. And because we don't get automatic bids, the only way they could get in was to win the tournament. And they lost in the tournament. Yeah. So as good as this squad is and has been, they've been nipping on the cusp of getting into the women's NCAA tournament, and I'd like to see them get into the women's NCAA tournament. So the only way for them to get there is they got to win the tournament in Vegas. And uh, um, that's, that is known as Pitt West. So yep. hopefully, hopefully they can pull it off. Um, but, uh, yeah, Robert, he sold, he sold out four shows while he was here. Yeah, he um he actually had he actually had two and they they sold out so fast they he added two more dates. Yes. Oh, one thing before I forget, Van Nunley. What up, bro? Tell tell Fred about the Titans. Now we got in. Well, I tried to get in the other day when uh when uh uh, uh go from uh from uh channel four was telling him to watch that and you wouldn't like that robin because that robin becomes nightwing in the comic book okay that so robin, that robin is no joke there's He's a lot a to kill a lot He's to a unpack here killer. yeah so you were talking about Teen the, Titans. Teen Titans. No, no. Yeah. There's like an HBO show now. That oh, I, yeah, see, I don't Titans. know the. I've never seen the. Oh, that's oh. Like, no. It's called Titans. I've watched it. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, he is not to be messed with. Oh. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And then the new Robin that Batman just showed up on his doorstep. Yeah. And dropped off another Robin to take his place after he became Nightwing. Very mm-hmm. biblical. That Robin is the one who killed the Joker. Yes. So, so these Robins are not to be trifled with. These new Robins ain't no joke. Here's what I'm saying. These new Robins. The idea of even becoming Robin yeah. scared Joseph Gordon-Levitt away from acting for eight years. See, if Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan would have done that movie, yeah. that would have been the best one. That would have been the best one. Yeah. yeah. But literally, JL, JGL was like, I'm out. I'm, I'm not acting. Like, like Hollywood's too weird. Well, Christopher Nolan was done with the series. Well, but for real, though, yeah. he, he stepped he away from seg- Hollywood. He segued it into somebody else to take mm-hmm. over. Yeah, but well, I'm telling you, it would have gone if JGL – JGL didn't make a movie for literally eight years. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's Man, what I'm saying. I would have played Robin for a costume and two sack lunches. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, Mailman, I when you, the, when you told me to – I got some whack folks. Yeah, but you, you have no stealth mode, man, like – 
No, I do not. They just see a big I, ass blip type shadow coming down and like, oh crap. Here come Rodgers. I hear I've just been dropping balls. I hear you opening and closing your doors and everything right here. On the I can't. I can't tell if you're delivering mail or you're fixing a Chevy truck or he's checking out a Walmart. <laughs> hey, I'm, do, I, I'm doing all three. I'm multitasking. I'm a multitasker. Hey, the, but the thing though that mailman didn't mention is like, I think like today is the first day all year where the sun has been out past six p.m. So like like okay like mail's a little bit easier to deliver right yeah, now right yeah all right it's a little easier to deliver it's still cold as hell so <laughs> mailman we appreciate you taking the time brother yes sir hey check that out man for, uh, I'll check it out for man real. check that I out. haven't even seen it I'm gonna watch it too I'm excited about you gotta this watch it. Tell me mailman what you you're think. the best oh and did you get that coffee. Did you get that child blend? All right, so it's in the works. That's all I can say. Yeah. Uh, Nothing official. It's in the works, though. I'm telling you, you will be mainlining that stuff like (laughs) IV. That's some good stuff, dog. We we talked to Matt Breger of New Mexico Pinion Coffee, and we said, number one, you got to bring Taos back. Yeah. Number two, it's the mailman blends now. (laughs) So they're going to bring it back and change the name. Yeah, it's Taos blend. That is awesome. Even it'll even it'll even curl Robert's hair. That's some good stuff. <laughs> like pretty it's not curly already. Pretty curly, curly already, man. You, know, you can't do hey, it anymore. Hey, it'll slick it back, man. That's like we'll slick it back. You just <laughs> absorb it in the sponge. I think it'll be fine. <laughs> there we go. Mailman, you're the best. We got to grab one. Yeah, when he I'm told me to to re- tell you to watch the show, I didn't know what he was talking about right. because I couldn't remember. It's a good series. The Titans. The Titans. Titans. It's good. All yeah, right, I'll it's... show myself. Yeah, I'll... you did that. When he said Titans, <laughs> I literally went through NFL, yeah. Denzel yeah, Washington. I went through the NFL yeah. first. I'm like running them all in my yeah. head. Yeah. Then when he said Robin, yeah. I was like, okay. I'll and I was waiting for him because, you know, Mailman like packaged I didn't even them. know that existed. I thought like the Teen Titans so, cartoon was it. I only knew no, that, that this Titans thing exists because Brandon Ortega put it on such defense on the show the other day when I was talking about how – Robin is the softest superhero of all time. And right. he was like, you don't know about this. And it's true, I don't. Oh, okay. I do need to learn about this. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, what you said is 100% correct. Yeah. Because I watched it and was in, I was surprised. It's that good. Yes, it's really good. And also, if Mailman says Titans, I, thought, I was going to be like a release the Kraken line. <laughs> like, I was ready for like, <laughs> like, where is he going? He's the worst, but he's the best. Good dude. We got one left. Eight minutes when we get back. Two minutes on, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program, final segment. Good one today, boys. Thank you to Albert Ramirez, who sat down with us, the executive director of the YMCA. Thank you to Dane Leninger, who literally pried himself away from practice for about two minutes. That's sweet. He wouldn't have sat down. We didn't have the stickers. I'm, I can tell you. I can tell you that's true. He just wanted our sweet swag stickers. He could have just walked right by and said, boys, I'm busy. But he saw them stickers. Like, you know what? I got five minutes. Yeah, for you. <laughs> I got five minutes. Friend of the show, Vincent. Friend of the show, Mailman. Thank you for reaching out. Obviously, John Lopez Real Estate, Coldwell Banker Legacy. Obviously, I-9 Sports. Obviously, Chisholm Trail RV, the YMCA, which has been so fortunate to be at today. New Mexico, Pinion Coffee, the Electric Playoffs, and O'Neill's. We didn't really get a chance to hit on the Calvin Ridley stuff because the texter and everyone who is one said I was an idiot today, and we had to deal with that. <laughs> today. It was the texter. Just it was the today, live stream. Uh, you it were was getting the callers. All angles. 
Here's what I need. I need you two to leave the program tonight, go together to watch The Batman, and then if you get a 7 o'clock show, call me at 1030 because that's when it gets over, <laughs> and apologize. I just need you both to apologize for not trusting me on The Batman. Okay, so let's revisit this in six months when it's on HBO Max. And that's when you watch it? Because you're not going to just describe a horrible movie and then I go pay $30 to watch it. That's not how I roll. That's a good point. Yeah. Actually, it'll be on HBO Max next month, I believe. Because it's so bad in the theaters, it's just coming out that fast. <laughs> <laughs> might be. Might be on something. That's the new straight to VHS. It's straight to streaming. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Calvin Ridley was scheduled to make 11.1 mil. Keep that number in mind. Woo. He decided to, and by the way, liars always lie, so you just keep that in mind. Calvin Ridley says he bet only $1,500 on NFL games. <sighs> Gambling's an addiction, right, boys? It's $1,500 too much. You get a con. You get these things. You get rules from the NFL and rules from your team. Yeah. And they both say you cannot gamble on the you game. Can't gamble. They both say that. Yeah. You can't do that. And you sign a thing saying, "Yeah, I got it." You know the rule. Everybody knows the story of Pete Rose. You can't just like hold your hands up like, but it was only fifteen hundred. <laughs> I don't mean nothing. You still gambled. You ever looked at a FanDuel lineup? And just been like, oh, this this bad boy here with eleven point one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He can get it. he can get his money back though. Hey, good guy Arthur Blank though. So a lot of teams had reached out about getting Calvin Ridley from the Falcons and Arthur Blank, who by the way I don't super love. I don't super love the Home Depot stuff. I don't super love his political views. I don't super love how he hates everyone that I think is good in the world. But Kind of a stand-up mood not to move him, because that would have been gross. Yeah, and that definitely would have came out. That definitely would have. Yeah. He looks like a slim Wario. <laughs> I don't know why I just thought about that, but he does. Put him in some purple looks, and yellow. Yeah, he looks like Mario's villain, just on Slim Fast. Calvin Ridley can't figure it out, so he's been tweeting all day. He oh, looks- that's the best thing to do. <laughs> He says here, it's taking an extra second to load, but he says, I got one year, LOL. <laughs> what? This is an LOL situation? It was like enough time to get healthy. I was like, man, what are you doing? Is LOL shorthand for I just lost $11 million? Is that, is that what that means? Just going to be more healthy when I get back. And yeah. Castellanos hits one deep in the right field. The thing yeah. here is... You is done. You is yeah. dumb. Yeah. And you're not going to get 11.1 again. No. Yes, he will. Oh, you think he will? Yes. He's that Wait, talented. Same How team? old is he, what, 26, 25? Yeah. He's, he's that talented. Yeah. He's a top 10 receiver in the NFL. Yeah. He's going to serve his suspension. He'll come right back. He's get yeah, all the money. I, I, uh, yeah. All if, the if money. If Josh Gordon could keep coming back. Yeah. He's going to owe $10 million in accrued gambling debts to guys who, we, who own Mexican soccer teams. So what's the what are the odds that he comes back into the league on FanDuel right now? Because I'm taking it. <laughs> so he's betting on it too. I know. That's how he's getting his 11 million back. <laughs> what did you say, Robert? During the break, you go, you go. He said, he said. Well, I'll bet you any amount. What did he say? Well, okay. So I look at his first tweet. It says, "This is what he says." I bet 1,500 total. I don't have a gambling problem. What? And I said, "Wait, there's no." comma nothing in there i was like bro are you on twitter trying to bet more that you did that you didn't bet 
Then I had to read it slowly. Yeah. He's saying he only bet $1,500. I only bet $1,500, comma. Yeah. I don't have a, I don't have a gambling problem. Not, I will bet you that I thought I don't he was taking bets right now. Like, yeah. hey, I'm out, so let me just get to what I do. Also, I'll bet, I'll bet you $11.1 million <laughs> that I, I'm playing week one of 2024. I'll do this one. I'll take that bet. I'll bet you punctuation's important. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, there we go. That's hey, correct. But also, if you check, like, Twitter and Reddit and our radio show right now, people are acting that, like, like he really made, like, a full mistake. People are like, like, this guy about as Antonio Brown or Ray Rice. Stop it. But uh, I'm like, oh, come on now. Eh, big Stop difference. It. Victimless crime. He's the only victim. I would also, cl- like, gambling's an addiction, right, boys? Sure. Yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be. Because I'm, like, I'm sport- I am sports talk show host. I do not care about the NFL if I don't have money in it. I just want to know what the bet was. If he only betted fifteen hundred, and he was already stepped away from the team, yeah, he wasn't still playing. That's that's why he doesn't have a lifetime ban, because he wasn't an active member on his team. Were Otherwise, they, it'd be way worse. Yeah, there's probably something to that. Yeah, did, he, were they, did they play Jacksonville this year? I would have to look. I would yeah, assume. I, I bet I you mean, that's the game. <laughs> I bet you that's the game. Urban Meyer. Just call it. <laughs> also, like excellent point. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how beautiful or poetic this is. The NFL in on the gambling game. Yeah, Arthur Blanken on the gambling game. All like, of them are. All of them are. Not by active players, though. You gotta know. Yeah, you can't do that. I got one. I I think you can amend the rule. Hear me out, boys. Uh oh. You can place you can place bets on you to win. That's the only bet you can That's place. That's the only one you could do. And I say, if you do that, ooh, that's the one. That makes sense. Floyd, Floyd Mayweather does it. Yeah. Yeah. And it it's brilliant. Kill it. Yeah. But he's never lost. Lady Lobos are about to beat the snot out of the Aztecs. Very excited about that. I'm excited. Catch the call here on the Sports Animal. Van, any final words live? From the Horn YMCA, the intersection of Indian School and San Mateo. Oh, my goodness, my friend. Too much for the time allotted, but anything we missed, make sure you check out on the opening drive tomorrow with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie in Las Vegas. Robert, leave us with some words of wisdom. Uh, if Calvin Ridley is listening, bet that two men on will be on again tomorrow. <laughs> Good job, everyone. <laughs> GG. See you tomorrow, Burke. <laughs>